Traveling with our family can have benefits that will last a lifetime, relationally, spiritually, in the growth of our children as individuals. And I am so excited to talk with you today about what it is like to travel as a family, whether it be an adventure or a vacation or going for a family wedding. I have a couple of friends with me today who travel so beautifully with their families Um, One of my friends is Rebecca Gensing. She has two daughters. They are 13 and 10, and she has been married 17 years. And she has traveled a lot with her family in very intentional ways. I've watched the ways that they travel strategically to serve their entire family really well. So I'm excited to bring her here. And then I have another friend here. Her name is Melissa Philpot. Melissa and her husband have been married for 14 years. They have three children who are 10, eight, and six, and they love traveling and having big adventures together, exploring the beautiful creation that the Lord has made. And she just inspires me. When we sit down and I hear about the places they've gone and the things they've seen, it makes me want to jump in and be part of her family. So I'm glad to get to introduce you to them today, and you will be inspired and encouraged about ways that maybe you can travel and have some bigger adventures with your family than you thought before this conversation. So I'm so glad that you're here with us. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So fun. And Melissa, thank you. This is wonderful. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Well, you're (laughs) welcome. You guys both share just the most beautiful pictures and stories after you've been on a trip and the ways that you intentionally serve serve your children's hearts as you travel. There are a lot of, you know, traveling mom blogs or, you know, mom on vacay, whatever it is. But watching how you both do it with such intentionality is so beautiful and I know is going to make a lasting impact on the lives of your children. And hopefully after today, we'll be able to be used by some other moms for their families too. So this will be great. All right. So realistically, when we travel, when you're the mom, there's this aha moment that maybe you felt like originally, oh, I'm going to be going on a vacation But I didn't call this vacationing. I'm calling this traveling with children Mm -hmm. because when you're the mom, you realistically take your work to a new location Mm -hmm. and you're mothering in a new space. So Rebecca, why don't you start? Why don't you share with us some of the traveling adventures Mm -hmm. that you've had with your children? Yeah, so we've done a a lot of travel. We have family that does not live in this area. And so the first traveling that we did as a family after we had our first child was to visit family. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it went very well, and sometimes there was a lot of crying, (laughs) but we kept on doing it. So, you know, I guess there's that. (laughs) You weren't the one crying every time. Uh, Only sometimes. (laughs) sometimes a funny little story that one of the first trips we did was to travel up north to see my family in central california and our daughter was probably about three months maybe three and a half months old and she'd been really struggling with nursing she just Mm -hmm. was not having any eating of any kind 
mind. And so she cried. You know, people said, oh, you'll put her in the car. She'll fall right to sleep. She did not sleep. (laughs) Not even a tiny bit, I don't think. And there's this exit that we still pass on the way. And my husband and I will wink at each other. That's the crying exit. We exited there so that I could, so we could get out of the car and try and settle her down. And, you know, but we made it Mm -hmm. and, and, and we lived to tell about it. So um, we've done some big adventures, some big road trips in the last couple of years. Uh, Twice in the last three years, we've done 6,500 mile road trips over the course of a month. So, not like driving. Your husband both teach, so we do. Yes, so we have summertime Mm -hmm. that's available. Um, Lots of national parks, and his family lives in Michigan, and so we plan to spend about two weeks there and so on the summers where we do a road trip we drive there for the two weeks on the other summers we fly there and stay for a couple of weeks um and on those we've we've seen this past summer we were in nine different national parks and monuments in addition to you know some some other high locations we went to Mackinac Island which is a little spot off Michigan we went to visit Pioneer Woman's Lodge I mean we just did a lot of fun things um, but that's not every year, you know. Mm-hmm. That's those are sometimes a lot of a lot of our vacations though have been visiting family and making fun memories there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll go to a national park there. We'll go to the beach. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the river. You know, we just do lots of different things with that, and then also trying to make sure that we have some time just as a family of four. Um, either connected to one of those trips, or we often will try and get away to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. It's close, um, but to have some time just for the four of us to get away mm-hmm. and play games and go hiking and just have some fun that way. Yeah, that's how it was for me growing up too. We have we lived far away from our family always, all of our extended families mm-hmm. in Texas. So we would go out there, just the kids and my mom and I, because my dad wasn't a teacher, so we had to work. Right. So just the kids and my mom would we would all go to Texas for two weeks. Be there, and it was so nice to have that extended time mm-hmm. because it allowed us to really be with our cousins, yes. even though we didn't live near each other. So I'm still friends with my cousin mm-hmm. because of that time, you know, my cousins. And then uh, our other vacation was always to a mountain house where we would meet my grandparents there oh, I love it. because then it would allow us time to be with them because otherwise we were not in regular relationship. But by us spending our spring vacation and fall vacation at this mountain house that was my grandparents that we could meet at. So we also could stay there for without having to pay. And then my grandparents coming to visit us once a year. It allowed us regular intervals of time with them. And it never dawned on me that there were actually other kinds of vacations people did. <laughs> like that's just what ours were. But it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I now as an adult, I'm so thankful that we had all of those mm-hmm. times. And we did adventures as a family. Like we would go on day trips places mm-hmm. and do things, but our real trips were for the intention of being with family. Mm-hmm. So what about you guys? What are some of the adventures you guys have had, Melissa? Uh, well, we also do travel to visit family. I have family in other states, uh, and I find it to be an amazing jumping off point for mm-hmm. big adventures, like to be able to go spend time with them and then go and do some other things. One of our favorite things to do is to go to Albuquerque in the fall and they have a big hot air balloon festival there um, to go and watch the hot air balloons take off in the morning and then um, they'll have them up at night and they'll all be lit up and the hot air balloon operators have trading cards and so my kids are running from balloon to balloon gathering these trading cards and little pins and then it's a great 
Albuquerque is a great place to then explore Carlsbad Caverns or White Sands. Um, it's a beautiful place to go. So we do enjoy going there frequently. Now I put that on my list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is it is really amazing mm. to see all of the hundreds of hot air balloons mm. taking oh, off. Amazing. It's really cool. Well, you guys did some really cool National Park Adventures too. Yeah, we just did the Grand Canyon um, back in August. We actually went to Williams and rode on the train so from there to the Grand Canyon for the day and then rode it back and being able to see when you pull around the curve and you get to see the canyon for the first time and all my kids are like, wow, that's amazing. Um, so it was a really great opportunity to uh, share that with them. That's so really we cool. Had so much fun. So fun. So fun. Okay. So would you call traveling with children a vacation? Do you think? Why or why not? I'll save my thoughts for after. <laughs> Melissa, what would you say? I I think when my children were younger, I definitely did not see it as a vacation. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling my husband, it's like, I am doing the same mothering things just in a different, unfamiliar place. Less convenient location. With less of the things that I'm used to having to help me in my mothering. Um, But as my kids are getting older, it's a lot more Mm vacation-y and a lot less travel-y, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, What do you think, Rebecca? Totally. I I agree. Um, I I call, when we're with our kids, I call that a family trip. And when I go away with my husband, that's more vacation. And I think it was your mom that first, that reminded me of that when my daughter was a baby. You know, oh, you get to go on a, you get to go on a trip away with your Mm -hmm. family. You get to take your mothering to a new Mm -hmm. location. And it's always fun to have an adventure in a new place. And I think that by, in my mind, thinking of it as a family trip, it, re, it keeps me in the correct frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I was thinking I'm going on vacation, then that's like sleeping in, someone mm-hmm. else is doing the cooking and taking care of all of these things. And most of the time on a family trip, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not good. It doesn't mean it's not worthy, mm-hmm. but it does mean I have to have a correct perspective Mm -hmm. of what it's going to be. Um, I was sharing with somebody back in June about what our family trip, what our 6,500 mile road trip was going to look like. And she said to me, oh, how wonderful to travel. That's going to be so relaxing. (laughs) I was like, Oh, well, sure. and I, and I laughed as soon as we, I think she was standing at the door or something. And after I closed it, I, I laughed and I said, it's not going to be relaxing. It will be fun. And yes. it's going to be a great adventure. And we can maybe even have rest because, mm. you know, I'll be riding mm-hmm. in the car. My husband does most of the driving, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. I, um, and so there will be times of rest, but relaxing, not really, <laughs> really not awesome. Yes, for sure. It's invaluable. Very valuable. 100%. So, and like you said, it's definitely gotten easier as my kids have gotten older. Um, And that's encouraging to me because I have a heart. I have such an adventuring heart. Like I love, we do nature adventures every month of places we can go locally. I love taking my kids to go do fun things. I'm not one to say... Oh, I you know I can't do it just because I don't have my husband. Like, no, we're gonna we're gonna go there. I mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. all my kids to Disneyland or take all my kids mm-hmm. to the beach, and I envision this happening one day with things like those kinds of trips, or even with us as a whole family when my husband can come with us. But right now, the idea of it just feels like I mean, I've been 
pregnant or had a baby for so many years <laughs> that the idea of some of those things feels like that would not serve all of us. Right, so right. that's encouraging me to think about, okay, I could plan something down the road yeah. and it might feel more like a blessing for everybody still and not like just too overwhelming because it's taking everything out of our home zone. Mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think something you said is really true, Rebecca. It comes back to expectations. Mm-hmm. What are my expectations for this? If my expectations are time together and growing together and experiencing new places and new things together, seeing the wonder in their eyes, Mm -hmm. I can do all of that and it can be hard. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. Totally. So let's talk about the value of these kinds of adventures with our family. What is some of the lasting relational value, um, Melissa, that you have seen in your family Mm -hmm. by the adventures that you've gone on? I think that it really encourages us to act more as a team mm-hmm. um, and work together. Uh, everybody has to have a responsibility when you're road tripping, you know, like you have to help unload the car and you have to watch your sister and stuff like that. Or when we're on a tough hike, you know, we're encouraging mm-hmm. each other. Like, I know it's hard, but we can do it. And mm-hmm. we'll all get to the end together and celebrate the goal when we get there. Uh, so it really does help us to cooperate with each other more and Mm -hmm. makes us more of a team and have more of a team spirit. That's wonderful. I love that. What about you, Rebecca? I think like you're saying, working together, building memories Mm -hmm. and shaping character, those things like that's why we do it. Right. Uh, You know, I think even back to when I was growing up and I think about I, I think about those times that we were on family vacation, mm-hmm. family trip. To, it was yeah. a vacation for me. I was a kid. So, <laughs> right. I guess our kids could call it uh, vacation. Right. That's right. So, but I have so many great memories of growing up and I want to provide those mm-hmm. uh, for my children. And it, it brings a connectedness. I'm so aware of this. I think more my oldest turned 13 this past year and all of a sudden I'm like, Counting down the summers on one hand, I like oh, I can't horrible. even really Stop. think about. I know <laughs> I can't really think about it too much, um, and it's it's wonderful to see how she's growing and becoming her own person. When but when we go away, just as a family, we're connected to one another in in a greater way and mm-hmm. building that character in a greater way. You know, I think about how are we building you know on the fruit of the spirit. And it gives us such a great opportunity to practice that with each other. And also in the different people that we come in contact with as we're traveling Mm -hmm. around, you know, you have opportunities to show grace to that stranger and to show kindness to that person who maybe started to cut you off while you were waiting to go and buy that next little thing in the gift shop or whatever. So... Um, And especially when you don't have other areas of life getting in the way of it. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that's nice when you're away with your family is it's like we're focusing on each other and our time together Mm -hmm. in the place that we are in right now. We're not focusing on each other and this place and needing to be at soccer practice in 15 minutes Mm -hmm. or the fact that you didn't practice your instrument or the fact that you didn't need, you didn't get your 30 minutes of reading in yet that there's different time available that your kids don't get when you're just at home and you have the regular pace of life going yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about spiritually too. So I think relationally for sure it's beneficial. And I saw mm-hmm. that in my family absolutely growing up. I think spiritually too, the Lord reveals himself through creation. Mm-hmm. And when I am out in a new space that's not my own backyard or the same mountain path that we've traveled, when I'm in a new space and I can pause 
again, because I don't necessarily have dishes piled up waiting mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I can reminds me of the greatness of God mm-hmm. and the smallness of my life and my problems. And in fact, we just went on a vacation, a uh, family trip uh, with, <laughs> with my children a couple of weeks ago. And I think one of my favorite parts of it was when we stopped because there were no bathrooms on this long drive. We were driving from Northern California all the way down. See, I do go places even though we have a yeah. baby. Hold up. Uh, <laughs> rewind that. Okay, so we were on our way down, needed to go to the bathroom. There were no bathrooms. It was late at night because we did the drive into the night hours mm-hmm. so everyone would be sleeping. But they weren't sleeping. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So everyone's awake <laughs> at night in the car, needs to go to the bathroom. There's no bathroom. So we pull over in this uh, nowhere exit and turn off the lights of the car and all look at the stars together Mm. and hearing my kids excitement over the stars I've never seen this many even in Big Bear you can't see this many Mm. and they were just so excited to see these that that probably 10 minutes that we paused as a family there you know to go to the bathroom by the side of the road Mm -hmm. that's its own bonding thing (laughs) you can leave that to the relationship part but the spiritual side of it of that aha and eye-opening moment we would not have had that in our background no and i I think being out in creation too makes you a little more open and a little Mm -hmm. more vulnerable Mm -hmm. to your children too like we went to zion and it's one of the most beautiful places i've ever been in my life and i found myself getting a little choked up and my kids are like mom what's wrong and i'm like it's just look what god made with his hands and made for us to enjoy Mm -hmm. and he loves us even more than he loves what he created Mm -hmm. and it's just it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so allowing my children to see that kind of vulnerability, I think, mm-hmm. helps us grow closer together also. It does. Absolutely. It does. I, I'll never forget, we were driving through the Grand Tetons, and this was our road trip three years ago when my kids were 10 and 7. And it was raining, but it was sunny. Oh. So it was you know, just one of those kind of bizarre moments. And I'll never forget, my 7-year-old goes, Mom! God is so cool. Mm-hmm. It's raining in the sunshine. Isn't God cool? Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, God is very cool. <laughs> oh, that's so, beautiful. And I, I wrote it down because I wanted to remember it. I think we even put that in our little photo album oh. that we made. We put a picture of the of the rain and the sun and put a little quote from so her. Cool. So I think another benefit too is we see God show up in different ways mm-hmm. that we don't because not everything goes well all the time on the beach mm-hmm. on, <laughs> on family trips. Yeah. Um, we had one where our we were in the middle of nowhere and long story short, our radiator blew and we were stuck without mm-hmm. a car. This was right in the middle of coronavirus. So there were no Ubers and we have six people. I was pregnant at the time <laughs> and had all of our kids and, and it was just something else. Then of all things, we stopped together. We couldn't even stay inside the restaurant because we couldn't be inside mm-hmm. because of COVID. Right. So I we sat outside together at this McDonald's. And while my husband was taking care of things and I was praying, Lord, please give him wisdom what to, to know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what he's going to do. And I sat with my kids and I we prayed together mm-hmm. that God would provide a way for us to get away from this McDonald's to where we wanted to go, hopefully, but maybe even just back home. Mm-hmm. And um, as we prayed, and after we prayed and we were sitting there, one of my children said, can you believe what if we were like the early travelers in California and we didn't even have a phone to call someone on? Aren't we so thankful we have a phone? Uh, 
and it was the sweetest that. thing. And like, what if we had had a wheel problem and we had a wagon like the Wilders when they were traveling? And they, well, I guess it wasn't the Wilders, it was the Ingalls yeah. family, not the Wilders. Laura Ingalls, you know. Yes. But it may have we been like, just too it later. Could have been them traveling. <laughs> but if we were like them and our wheel broke, we couldn't even call a tow truck for help. We would have had to have carved a new wheel out of a tree. <laughs> and so it was just amazing to me seeing how their imagination traveled mm-hmm. and their their faith was grown. And of all things, my youngest was or one of my daughters was five at the time. And she said that was her favorite part of the trip because she had never <laughs> been a part of a real emergency. Um, so she got to see what it's like to be oh, in an emergency. That's fantastic. So I love that. I love that. Um, okay, let's go ahead and talk about some practical advice. Practical advice you would share from your adventures mm-hmm. traveling with your children. Rebecca, why don't you start first? Okay, so for for us, the way we start, we kind of look at an overall timeline. You know, mm-hmm. we did just have our month-long adventure, but we don't always have that much time. So you have to kind of look realistically. Do I have a week? Do I have a weekend? Do I have a month? Do I have two months? Mm-hmm. Um, and figure out, you know, do you have a final destination? And so for us, I'm just as an example, we were headed to Michigan. We knew about how many days we wanted to get there. And even a couple of the stops on the way were was we really need to be in that spot by such and such a day. And then we kind of divide out our time. Um, that's going to look different for every family. My kids are a little bit older now. They like the really long road trip days. They like being in the car for, you know, six or eight hours. That's like, oh, we only have a four hour drive. God, that's, that's nothing, mom. <laughs> Golly, you know, we could do more than that, you know? Um, but it wasn't that way when they were younger. So keeping, you know, a realistic timeline and reasonable, um, we plan fun stops we look at AAA, the internet, mm-hmm. and I ask for recommendations on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We found a lot of places in South Dakota that I never would have even heard of because of a friend that had spent time there a couple of years ago. And so uh, we ask for recommendations. We plan, we try and plan something fun for each person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everybody's going to enjoy, we hope, all the things we're doing, but you know, like I know one of my daughters is really going to value this particular spot. Mm. And so we're doing Mm -hmm. that more for her. Mm -hmm. And then another one, you know, more for them, something for mom, something for dad. Um, And we typically have a daily treat. Um, We stop for ice cream or something, you know, a local flavor Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. to kind of break up the day. So um, that helps we typically stay in hotels unless we're staying with family. So um, we had thought about trying to camp on this long road trip, but because it was going to be like a night, a night, a night, um, that would not have, oh, mm-hmm. it would not have served us well. So um, I always look for a hotel that has breakfast and a mini fridge. Mm-hmm. Um and we typically use hotels.com. There's lots of different, you know, apps or mm-hmm. programs, but you know, that have rewards and stuff. And that really, that helps us with our mm-hmm. budgeting. Um, but our big thing, I, as far as like budgeting and stuff like that is food, you know, how am I going to feed my family while we're on a road trip? So breakfast, like I said, we usually try and do it at the hotel. If it's not there, it's going to be easy, like cereal and yogurt, something mm-hmm. that we can eat on the go. Lunch, I usually pack the night before. So we have sandwiches and those are in a location where my kids can reach them. And, you know, then I say, okay, can you hand me, 
you know, daddy's in my lunch sack. And we keep like, this time I did old Marie Callender's pie tins and we called them our pioneer plates. So we had pioneer plates. Um, So we didn't have to have paper plates and more trash in the car. It was just something we could wipe out. Um, So that's lunches. Snacks. Okay, wait a minute. So you just said you had your lunches, but you guys were gone for a month. Yes. So do you make, do you bring the supplies and then you make them at the hotel? Yeah, I do. do. We keep a, uh, we keep an ice chest in between our seats. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we grocery shop, sorry, grocery shop sometimes along the way. So I try and plan for several days at a time. Um, and then snacks, we've got a cup, I've got a savory box and a sweet box. And yeah, send me the picture. Yeah, I, I want to share it on I Instagram will. the week that I do that because I loved it. It was just so intentional and it's serving the people with the foods that they like. Right. And maybe they're not even foods you regularly have. So that, that's special. That makes it better. Mm-hmm. So you do have to know that when you open up that back seat, there's going to be a lot of wrappers at oh, the end sure. and just go, oh, well, this right. is vacation. Yes. We'll call that part <laughs> um, vacation. Yeah, we'll call it vacation. <laughs> and then I too. Typically cook dinner in a hotel. So um, I bring along an electric skillet with a lid and I plan one pan meals and they're mostly shelf stable and I've got everything in a bag. So I grab that bag and that actually serves us because we don't have to spend a lot of money or time. So we get there, you know, somebody unloads, I start cooking, maybe dad takes the kids to, for a dip in the pool, mm-hmm. I get a little mom alone time while mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Um, but so it's it's time mm-hmm. and money both, which are both really important to me. But I'm big with the lists and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of prep beforehand, but that allows me to have those moments of vacation yes. Um, along the way where I feel like it is more relaxing because I did a lot of work beforehand to get all the bags of the things, but Mm -hmm. then they're there. That feels super like modern Proverbs 31 woman to me. Like I'm serious. (laughs) Thank you. All the things I kind of think about how it's, it's the practical things Mm -hmm. and it takes the preparation. It doesn't happen on its own by any means. But it's to serve your home and your family well right. and being in a new place and to serve the hearts of all of right. them well. It's a game I want to win, too. Yes. Honestly, I'm really competitive. So it's like, oh, I can win the budget game. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and that's the other thing about eating out. I feel like most of the time when I'm with children and I do eat out with my whole family, rarely do I feel like, wow, that was the, just the way I would want to spend $70. Tonight, especially right. when they don't like the food, right. no right. one's necessarily feeling better after eating it. People were on the floor because they were tired half the time, sure. you know. Yeah. And I was trying to eat quickly so I could feed the baby simultaneously. It no. doesn't serve us well, so I think that that's a good idea. Yeah, and at least even if someone's never done it, they could try it at least for a couple yeah. of meals. I'll, I'll give you a list, of, and oh. you can put that. That'd be on, great in the show notes. So yeah, organization is key, I think, and. My husband and I are big on planning, so we also ask around, like, hey, we're interested in going to, let's say, we, we did Utah. We're interested in going, where would you recommend we go? And I really like to plan based on, like, my children's abilities. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old is not going to be able to do an eight-mile hike, right? So we could do part of that, maybe like a mile or two, mm-hmm. but if we push too far, then nobody's having fun. Right. Because someone has to carry her mm-hmm. and then someone else is carrying all the other things and hurting the other children. Um, so we really just want to focus on like who has like the least amount of 
ability in that way mm-hmm. and gear it toward them. Mm-hmm. And then um, we love Airbnb. Yeah. We love to be able to find like a home base that's central to all the places we mm-hmm. want to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can cook our own meals there, mm-hmm. go grocery shopping, and then um, everybody gets to pick a special treat. Lunches, when we're out like in a national park, it's peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. And so when we do one of those big vacations, when we're in national parks, for a while when we get home, we do not eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Because <laughs> it's done. Everybody is very much done with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But, um, and if you give everybody their own thing to carry, mm-hmm. like their own backpack with their own lunch and water, instead of depending on either mom or dad mm-hmm. to have to carry all that stuff. That is great also, but we got for those kinds of days, we bought these backpacks that instead of being regular size backpacks, Mm -hmm. I bought like, but they're not mini small. I'll, I'll post a picture of them too. They're the ones that I use on my adventure days also. And I got backpacks that were the size that could carry a water bottle and a sweatshirt and a lunch and a nature journal and colored pencils. And that's it because I found that as much space as I gave them to put their things in, that was how much they would put in the backpack. And I thought, I really don't want it so heavy that they Mm -hmm. can't carry it themselves. Mm -hmm. So that helped too. And make sure, I always make sure everybody has a hat. Mm -hmm. Everybody has sunglasses. Like my daughter and I, our eyes are very sensitive to light. So we always make sure we have sunglasses, Mm -hmm. uh, sunblock, and bring extra water always Mm -hmm. if you're out like you can leave it in your car but make sure you have extra water Mm -hmm. because they're always 10 times thirstier than you think they're gonna be like within the first mile of the hike all the water's gone like i'm so thirsty (laughs) (laughs) mom um but yeah and then for me i try to find something that makes it more vacationy for myself Mm -hmm. so maybe it's like Stopping at a coffee shop on our way into the national mm-hmm. park to get myself a special coffee um, or like a special treat. Or maybe when we're doing a meal at an Airbnb, like one of my favorite mm-hmm. meals to eat. So then I feel like I'm getting treated yes. at the same time as my family is enjoying it too. Yeah. Guys, this was fantastic. I knew you both were great at this because we could probably keep this going for another like 30 minutes. We could talk about their physical development, the development of the hearts of our children. And, but we have to be done. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to sharing about this more this week and um, other things that you might want to pass along. I will share on our Instagram this week and that will be great. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank it was you. so fun. Very fun. I want to share a couple more resources with you before we wrap up today's conversation. So one is a book that's by Greta Eskridge called Adventure Together, and I cannot recommend that book enough. Greta loves adventuring with her family, and you can find her on Instagram at Ma and Pa Modern. And she just loves going on adventures. But this book that she wrote is just so inspiring about why it's valuable. I mean, it's like what we talked about today, except then multiply it and put it in a book. Um, It will inspire you and you'll be very encouraged after reading her book or just follow her for her adventures too. You'll really enjoy that. Also, if you have a child who's in fourth grade, or if you will down the road, make sure to take advantage that there's a program called Every Kid Outdoors, and it will allow you to have a national park pass for your fourth grader from uh, the fall of the year that they start fourth grade all the way through the entire calendar year and allow you to be able to have access to all of the national parks. 
And if national parks are something that you are inspired by today, which hopefully you were, I know I was, it is worth your while to look into the past. Consider where you want to go and what the cost would be for the parking and the admission. And the annual pass will probably be worth your while if you're going to be doing very many adventures um, in national parks. So... Thank you so much for being with us. I hope that you do some big adventures with your family, go new places, see new things, and grow together as a family closer to each other and closer to the Lord. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about keeping Christ in your Christmas.